Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Well, good Fanatics Friday to you. I'm Alex Garrett. And uh, got a blog up right now about the Yankees taming Tampa, sweeping Tampa, and what it means for the bigger picture. As we all know, the New York sports scene has struggled against the Lightning, the Bucks, and elsewhere. Uh, even the Rays over the last few years. So this sweep by the Yankees, 31 games over 500. Walk-off win by Anthony Rizzo. Huge. Check that link in the bio. Also, or description if you will. Also, I wanted to give you the latest Fanatics product, which is a golden Yankees jersey in honor of Derek Jeter. I'm going to link that up as well. And my Fanatics Friday conversation right now is with Fanbowl Media creator Adrian Melville. Adrian, welcome to Fanatics Friday today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Great to be on. So I think as sports influencers or creators of content, we all want to know what the best avenue to, to make a revenue of this. And I think you're given hope that, yes, there are outlets out there that want to pay for your content. So talk about family, how it started, and what, what gave you this idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, well, Fanbowl, as, as, as I have it called it, it's, um, I mean, the, the premise of it really comes from exactly what you're saying is that, you know, there's so many people out there that are interested in making content, sharing content. I mean, if you look at some of the, uh, some of the surveys out there that people do kind of socially, they'll tell you that, you know, 75% of, of, of kids and Gen Z growing up, they want to grow up to be YouTube influencers and, and, and people like that, or, or social media influencers. And when you think about it, you know, those platforms, it, it takes one, it takes so much effort to actually monetize your content, you have to post constantly, you need a high production level, um, all of that stuff, and you need the time. And then second of all, is you really need to have an idea of what you want to post about, you know, I, I feel like that's one of the big things that everyone mentions is have, have a lane, so to speak. And so what I wanted to do was try to create a platform where sports fans um, have a lane in in the specific contests that you try to create for each upcoming game um, and just, you know, have an at outlet to to basically show show their fandom. You know, everyone's so passionate about sports, myself especially, but but really and you're from Boston. Fan. So I'll, I'll forgive you for that one. OK, I know you're from Boston. I'll forgive you for that one. Um, but I feel like this comes from experience. I'm sure that you've wanted to make your own content monetized and now you're trying to help everybody uh, in that lane. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a little bit. So I'm not, I, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest on social media. The, the biggest um, place where this comes from for me is I've worked in the sports media business um, okay. for a while. So I, I worked at ESPN. I was a journalist for uh, European soccer uh, content way back around the, the 2014 world cup going into uh, about 2016. And um, since moving over here to London, um, I worked at Sky Sports and and some other places too. So, really, so are you a soccer fan now? Is, like, are you a hardcore soccer guy? Being involved with all of this, or 
Oh yeah. Yeah. So I grew up playing soccer actually. So I, I grew up okay. playing in the Northeast and uh, played in college, played one year or had a, had a quick cup of coffee with the New England Revolution and MLS, um, okay. all that stuff. So um, so yeah, sports has always been my passion and, and soccer has been my go-to sport to play. Um, but you know, being, being from Boston, especially I've loved all the sports and um, I've got to ask you this then, how did the New York city football club win a championship one month and the next month later, they're starting a new season. We're all used to waiting six months for that season to start up again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a tricky one. MLS is a really, is a really tricky one. I mean, and especially now there's so many teams involved now there's what like almost 30 teams now so um it's tricky but but i'm really happy for them because they um they i think they did things right in terms of building it and hopefully they'll get that stadium someday hopefully so espn i think it's interesting you mentioned that because i feel like they are trying to include regular people's content but i guess your feeling is that they're not doing enough so you wanted to do something and branch out for for your own kind of platform yeah yeah especially you know i i, I think that um, when you working for those places, um, they, they always talk about, um, authenticity. We need to be authentic. We need to get this kind of authenticity, but it's, it's almost kind of under the lens of their corporate kind of agenda. And so, you know, I don't know how they can fix that. They're, they're big companies and they'll always kind of have, that that corporate mindset in the back of their head. So, um, you know, I'm I'm really trying to come at it from uh, a complete fan perspective and really let the fans dictate it in a way where they can, you know, really kind of set the agenda for how things are. So, in addition to the people who actually post about the contest and do that, you know, the winner is determined by the fans. It's it's you know whichever post gets the most amount of likes attached sure. to it that's the winner so and i know um, you've been so, having some success with this when, when did you start fanball i came up with the idea at some towards the end of last year basically um and it's really kind of been me talking about the idea and talking about the concept and and trying to build it out so now i'm actually in the phase of of putting challenges on Instagram, getting feedback from people, um, really trying to understand exactly, you know, what people like, what they don't, how easy or hard it is to get into these challenges. So it's been an idea that's been in my head for a while. Um, okay. it's, it's been tough with a day job to try to kind of, you know, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely dedicate your time to it. But yeah, I'm just kind of building it out now. Did you say working in sports or is your day job totally different from the sports world now? It's not totally different. So my day job was actually at another startup, which, which actually uh, builds out. It's, a, it's basically a third party reseller for tee times uh, around the world. Golfscape, go check it out if, uh, if you're an avid golfer. Um, but I was working for them actually under a contract until about two weeks ago. My contract ended uh, at the end of May. So, so in the beginning of June now, I actually just have more time to, um, to work specifically on Bamble and try to build it out. Well, let me ask you this, because it seems like you're well connected. So in order to say, because, you know, when you put out, oh, it's a $20 contest, people do, I guess, expect you to to agree to that. So how do you make it work? I know that you've been developing this and, and actually monetizing people's content. So how do you come through with the, the payments also? It's, it's a, something I've been wondering for, for a bit, too. No, seeing all the posts about it, I'm like, how does he afford all of this? 
<laughs> well, right now it's, I mean, it's basically paying for, for, for research essentially and, and paying to, to kind of understand how, how it should work best. Um, I mean, the, the, the model for it that I'm hoping to have once I can um, kind of build out my own platform is um, it would be something that is ad funded. So, you know, hopefully as discreet as possible in terms of the advertising, but essentially what can happen is once I get enough of a following going, uh, my plan is to start talking to the sports teams and the sports leagues and saying, you know, here's an opportunity here where there's all these fans that can be spoken to in, in a certain way and that exist in one, in one place. Because right now, the way that, that sports teams and leagues use social media is they basically use it as an awareness tool. So they'll put their clips and their highlights on social media with the hope that people will see it and then they'll go and watch the game on ESPN or Fox, or NBC. And then the more people that go and watch the game, that dictates how much money ESPN and Fox and NBC mm -hmm. will turn around and pay the league. So all of the content that fans put out on Instagram and Facebook and, and all of that stuff, the real winner there is Instagram, is Facebook. And so the league doesn't really get anything um, directly for that. And so, you know, for, for all kinds of reasons with the, the cable industry, um, those numbers for ESPN and NBC might be declining and, and there might not be as much money from ESPN and NBC. So maybe there's a way, at least this is my hope and goal, for the teams to be kind of a partner in this sure. and, and help to create that. And, and so um, that's where the revenue model comes in is that um, hopefully there's enough, uh, enough people involved, enough scale, so to speak. I don't mean to sound so, so businessy, but um, there's no, enough I like this people I that feel are like, interested that, yeah. I like it because I feel like, um, you know, content should be sort of business oriented also because we're all trying to strive for that. Yeah, this content matters. So how do we make the best of it, you know? Now, you mentioned, you know, as you're talking about this and the sports media industry and as a whole, they're struggling. I mean, cuts are being made, it feels like almost every week. And it's like they cannot keep up with social media, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think there are different ways where um, people are trying to kind of find the, the right solutions and, and it, it's tricky. I mean, even, even now, um, putting these challenges on Instagram, you know, I'm, I'm certainly no TikTok expert, but I do know that that's probably another place where, where things need to be. And, and I think people are, you know, really trying to get there. And, and the hard part about social media, obviously, is it seems like once you kind of master one platform, there's a new one that everyone likes and you've got to kind of find a way to get yourself involved there too. Being so connected in the sports world, as I just learned with this conversation, as you are, Adrian, do you find that getting a sponsor or something to the like for this is going to come easy or do you feel like yeah i have connections but i really want to build this out and then i'll start marketing like do you feel like it could be easier having these connections to market family yeah i think it can be um but i think for all of them the, the common thread is you know have you proven it can you can you prove that people um that are people are interested in this and that enough fans do want to post their content and, and, and that there is enough of a market to really um, to bring this out. And so um, I, I think that there are um, plenty of teams and leagues who 
love the idea of it and and in some ways have tried it themselves with certain contests you know win a win a free jersey or, or something sure. like that how about the um, nfts those are a big thing now people post they get like a free nft from like the nets or the islanders or something to that effect too yeah yeah exactly there's a there's a lot of trial and error in it and and what my hope is that just by being straightforward about it and saying here's here's a cash prize here's a win you know that that can kind of cut through everything that exists and that if somebody is walking into msg or somewhere like that they can say you know they see a challenge and snap a picture and say you know maybe i just paid for my beer or, or my hot dog or, or i don't know how, how the prices are in msg these days but maybe i paid for half of a beer well i can i be honest for a minute i said to my friend hey guess what i just got paid by this media outlet oh well that's not even covering a beer i guess it's that expensive at the garden so it's funny you mentioned that but um no it is special and i think it's cool when you get recognized like that hey so-and-so got this many likes and and now they win a prize and then you're sure to notify people about it which is great but i feel like it's also a way to keep people hooked right so you hope that well if they win one maybe they'll keep coming back and providing content and we could show you know the outside world hey people are really following what's going on here yeah yeah exactly and and if even if you are someone who's maybe more passive about it maybe you're a little shy about posting things like I said, you you also have a say in in who wins some of these challenges. So I don't know what the technical term is, but I like to call it kind of the the American Idol kind of effect, where you know sure. certain people are, are just you know interested, and, and you get to have a say in, in who has something that's funny or or cool or or anything like that. So um, I'm hoping there's really something for everyone, and especially if you're a sports fan. Now, I don't, I don't know, but is this one of the first podcasts you've done to talk about it, or have you been on other podcasts to talk about this idea and the brand? This is, this is the absolute first, um, and, and yeah, again, it's, it's early days for me. It's, um, a, again, a bit of a chicken and egg thing. I, I'm trying to really um, capitalize on the, um, the, the finals and, and the big levels of uh, hockey and basketball are, that are going on, but I, hopefully two of the biggest areas that I see this this really growing is one in college football um, and two in European soccer just because those are um, obviously have, have big and diverse fan bases uh, that, that really might be able to really kind of kick this off in a big way. I mean Ohio State Notre Dame week one I can't wait for that one but you know I know that you're from Boston so obviously you're hoping the Celtics win when you post and that's kind of like now the only local team compared to the Northeast because now everything's in the Midwest with Colorado and, and Tampa. So Boston's kind of the only one up here. But how has the Northeast responded with the Rangers being in, with the Celtics, you know, of that like? It's been great. I mean, obviously, those are, are those are some of the biggest fan bases. And so um, they're, they've been really um, great and receptive for um, for everything that exists. And, and um, it's again, it's a learning process because, you know, it's one of, one of the big things I'm trying to understand is, is it the, you know, the big uh, person who posts all the time and they've got, you know, a million followers who's interested in this, or is it, you know, somebody who doesn't post that often and they're just trying to, um, they just see something cool and they like the fact that I will follow, you know, everybody that, that I want to kind of make this content. So, um, they see that they've gone from maybe five followers to six followers and, and, uh, and they, and they think, you know, this is great. I'll, I'll, so you I'll feel like, support this. 
you feel like people are in their shell a little bit and you're trying to create influencers by these uh, incentives of, you know, $20 contests and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one element of it. Um, there's another element. I, I, I've, I've looked across certain things with the NBA finals and things like that. And, and you see the element of people um, posting things that have nothing to do with, with basketball or, or the Celtics or the Warriors. And they just put the hashtag in because, you know, they want, they want people to see their, their flower. So obviously a, like that. a lot of one, a lot of research went into this. It sounds like. <clears throat> Yeah, definitely a lot of research, but but with all of this, you know, you never know until you until you really get out there and start doing it. And so mm-hmm. um, I made a very classic, I guess, entrepreneurial mistake in that I actually tried to build the platform before going out and really doing this stuff. So, you know, uh, so last year I was sinking money into, you know, paying developers to build this app and put these challenges in and things like that um, without really going to the people and understanding you know, how would this work and, and how do people respond to certain things? So now I've kind of gone back to square one and I'm really, you know, going out and trying to talk to as many fans as I can. Do you find that, do you post every day? I, I don't check it enough to know if you do. Do you post, even if there's like an off night? I guess right now there's not because now the Stanley Cup's on tonight. So it, it, if there is an off night though, how do you handle that? Well, I haven't done much with the off nights yet. So, so yeah, you're right. The Stanley Cup will be on tonight and then NBA Finals game six is tomorrow. Um, the next part, and it will probably be the baseball games. Um, yeah. And I won't get too specific with the challenges in there. Um, I think it's really important to just start working with each fan base and start, you know, seeing how each fan base reacts uh, to how things work. Um, but But, yeah, there will be, once the finals kind of clear up for, for both the Stanley cup and the NBA finals, you know, there will be uh, a bit of a dead period going on. And so until uh, training camp picks up again in July. So there's that too, but um, yeah. Yeah. And here in New York, you know, the Yanks and Mets are just on a roll. I don't understand it. I think as John Sterling would say, that's baseball, Susan, but I don't understand how both of them are like this. It's just amazing to see because I'm not used to it here in New York. It's either one or the other sometimes. So to see them both, um, fire is really special. And so I hope you tap into that as we go along here, especially for summer series, which is like in a couple months now. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say I'm, I'm happy that one of those teams is doing well. <laughs> and I'll say maybe half happy after, after 86, but, but no, I, I, I think it's, it's great. And it's really great to, to have. Uh, um, it's good for New York. We need this. It. We need both yeah. teams to be making the summer alive, especially because I consider this one of the first real summers out of pandemic, you know, like people are going to the games. That's important and, and exciting. Um, but I got to ask you this. Have you done any analytics, meaning these fan bases? Do you know what fan bases are watching you right now? Because for this podcast, you know, they have geolocation. And I really tapped into that. Like, oh, wow, LA is listening. Such and such is listening. Have you been starting to do that with your own uh, fanball uh, account? Um, so I'm starting to, uh, you know, I'm, I, when I worked in the kind of traditional media uh, side of things, that was actually a big part of my job was analyzing uh, viewing metrics and customer metrics, things like that. Um, and I'm just kind of starting to learn what the best social media metrics are. So, um, so no, that, that is something that is uh, something I'm, I'm just kind of getting to know and, and understanding which, which analytics companies kind of do the best for, 
um, for analyzing engagement and, and geolocations and stuff like that. So um, maybe we can talk offline about which ones might work best. All right. And, and the other thing is, is that at least you're a real person, meaning some of these companies, they don't even want to, they don't even have you meet the person behind the account. Am I right in that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I have a, I don't want to call him an advisor, but I guess he's more of a friend who um, has offered to kind of, you know, help me out with the social media part of it. And I do want to kind of put myself behind this a little bit more personally, um, especially if that if that helps bring things up. But um, but yeah, I'm a real person. I'm a huge fan. Um, and and I just, you know, I probably will need some corporate help to have somebody help me understand how to bring that out to people. Um, but I also want to stay as authentic as possible because I am that guy who watches, you know, two or three games a night and just loves watching any people compete in, in really any sport. I'll watch badminton if it's on. Um, I'm just that kind of guy. Well, I look forward to seeing Fanbowl grow. And so I get it right too. What is the correct hashtag people need to use to be qualified for your prize? So the correct hashtag is Fanbowl, F-A-M, as in Mary, B-L-E. Um, and yeah, I'll post the, the challenges every night going through the summer. Um, and, uh, and yeah, most likes wins. Do you uh, have a, a personal account we can follow you at, even Twitter? Is, it, is Fanbowl on Twitter also or not yet? Um, so I do have a Fanbowl account on Twitter. I think it's at Fanbowl Sports or at Fanbowl Me. I'd have to double check that. But um, Twitter is probably the best place to reach me personally. Uh, that's where I've got my my little blue check account from my ESPN days. Um, but uh, but yeah, both it's at Adrian Melville, just my name. So um, feel free to yeah hit me up. And and, and I don't know yeah, if you ever I'll, thought you'd be tagged with Fanatics, but I will tag them because this is sponsored by fanatics and who knows maybe something builds from there i i don't know but i've always wanted to be a hub where people can connect and grow with each other you know so maybe that's a possibility yeah definitely and like i said i've been listening to to your podcast and i'm a fan man so keep doing what you're doing because i think and it's great thanks for reaching out i don't know how you found me but i'm glad you did because this is this is a a cool connect we got going here definitely definitely yeah and hopefully we'll stay in touch i'd love to come on again at any point Absolutely. Especially as, you know, things are moving along in sports and uh, one of the big nights is going to be Derek Jeter night at Yankee Stadium on September 9th. So who knows? I might have some content for you there throughout the summer. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a big night. I mean, what a legend that guy was. It's, it's going to be fun. All right. Adrian Melville, the founder of Fanbowl and on Instagram, it's Fanbowl. Uh, remind me one more time. It's at Fanbowl Media Fanbowl. on Instagram. And, Got uh, it. and yeah, the hashtag for the contest is, is hashtag family. Well, thanks again for reaching out and we will be in touch for sure. Uh, Adrian Melville, thanks for joining the sports hour. Thanks Alex. Good to be on. Well, I definitely think that's the first of many conversations with Fanbolt media's own Adrian Melville. And one final thought, I, I am going to give you a fanatics Friday, you know, idea with the Derek Jeter Golden Yankees interlocking NY jersey because while the Warriors won the NBA Finals, I want to keep it local today on Fanatics Friday. So that's how we're going to do that. And and one last thought. You know, Paul O'Neill will be honored this year at Yankee Stadium, and he was known as the Warrior, right? 
So it's funny, the Warrior being honored this year, the Warriors winning their fourth title in eight seasons, uh, an unlikely one, some would say. And of course, the Yanks looking like the 90s team, 31 games over 500 in June. Let's keep the rep BX vibes going. And yeah, maybe we'll see the Mets have some success here as well, as they just keep on rolling along too. I'm Alex Garrett for this Fanatics Friday.